0: to the 100th anniversary or you know the 100th episode of the talking shop podcast we made it we can retire yep just kidding hundreds more to go hopefully but yes this is the 100th episode i am josh from grand slam cards here with michael at medium rare cards over on instagram we got jacob up top overwatch the overlord keeping an eye on everything above hanging out with
1: you, going to talk some shop. How are we doing, Michael? Doing well, doing well. Before I get into things, just going to do a quick rundown. The opening rip, we're going to talk about, am going to get personal, talk about something that's happened to me next week, talk about a big card show that's coming up. Then Josh is going to let you guys know, uh, number one, about this Super Bowl Squares thing that needs uh, some attention. We're going to put that on the screen. Hopefully you guys will buy into that and some... And, what, and some products that are coming to the shelves uh, this week. Then we're going to talk about 100 episodes, what we've learned, what we've hated, what we've loved, just our thoughts on that. Uh, and then we do have a burning question from one of our listeners. We want to get to that. And Obviously, if there's some other questions you guys want us to, to uh, jump on, just throw those in the comments. Uh, then Josh has an interesting story around a card from the vault. And then... We're going to end things with crazy stat of the week. But first, Josh, the opening rip. Guess what happens to me next Wednesday?
0: I would not have been able to guess had you not given me a hint, but uh, it
1: ain't good. Just kidding. (laughs) Maybe it is good. Maybe it is good. It is good. It is good. So back in the day, and I wish I had a great story about the first time, I tore my ACL, but I I played football in high school, played all kinds of sports in high school, not one lower body injury. I was playing flag football in college and tore it and had it repaired. Then I was playing pickup basketball three years later, popped it again, and never even addressed it until next Wednesday I'm having ACL reconstruction. Done next Wednesday, so you, you and Joel MB. Well, I mean, we are practically twins, practically twins. So it made Giants. me think about it. Um, and uh, Jacob, if you want to chime in here, uh, what is the worst injury you've ever sustained, and did you get it fixed?
0: I've been very fortunate in my life to have never broken a bone. This comes from a guy who's wiped out a couple motorcycles.
1: That's Um, crazy to (laughs) me.
0: Never broken a bone in my body. I mean, besides getting racked by a hard ground ball in the groin, that's about the worst I've been injured. Um, I did did kind of flip a sport bike, trying to do a wheelie out on the highway with some friends. Went to the hospital. Road rash. Concussion. But... Nothing broken. I checked my as soon as I kind of came to my senses. I checked myself out of the hospital, and uh, and went home. And then family and friends checked me back in because they said I was not acting myself after that.
1: Got your bell uh, rung a little bit.
0: Lo and behold, I had a a concussion. But yeah, I I have not had any surgeries. I've never had a broken bone. So knock on wood. Mm -hmm. Ah,
1: Jacob. How about you? Have you have you ever? Had a bad injury and and had had to have it surgically repaired. Well, about two weeks ago, <laughs> I fell all the gosh. way down my back steps. <laughs> Didn't have a surgery
2: or anything, but I'm still dealing with that like to this day because I cut my legs all up. Please uh, tell me there's footage of that. There yes. might be, but in uh, football in high school, I got my clock cleaned real good. And I might have had a concussion, but kind of just like swept that under the rug. But I'm still having neck pain from that to this day. Wow. That was like That was like nine, eight or nine years ago.
1: So Wow. Yeah. No fun. So that's no no fun. surgery. Hey, guys. But... Hey guys uh, drop it in the comments. What's the worst injury you've ever sustained? It doesn't have to be sports. In fact, us weekend warriors it's probably not sports anymore. I've blown my back out reaching for a cup of coffee. So. Building that pergola, yeah, no kidding. So, um, but yeah, I um, will. And it's amazing, right? I thought when talking to the uh, orthopedic surgeon today this morning that there would be these sweeping changes over how they repair ACLs now, and the recovery would be just a bunch of whiz bang tech. It's not. It's not. It is impressive because if you look at my knee, there's probably about a six inch scar where they opened my knee up they took off they took off a third of my patella tendon and then used that as to to as a uh, a graft uh like they created a whole new acl out of that um but now they'll go in it's outpatient i won't even spend a night in the hospital they'll just it'll take about an hour and
0: they said put a put a bag of frozen peas on your knee when you're done and
1: uh rub some dirt in it so that happens uh next Wednesday. I'll have some, some footage there. So um and uh, another thing I wanted to talk about during the opening rip was uh what I think may be the best venue uh for a card show in the Charlotte area. Our our friend Burke throws uh it's once a year, it's around this time, but there's a card show at Truist Park in uptown Charlotte and Guys, if, if you're gonna go to a card show other than the ones that we throw, <laughs> other than card night or trade night, uh this is the one this is the one to go to. He does a great job and there's usually a good turnout. And so. that's
0: this Saturday, this coming this,
1: Saturday. This Saturday. True. Have you have you been there? Have you been to the park itself, Josh? Have you seen this place?
0: Um, truest, who plays there? The Knights? Uh, that,
1: yeah, the Knights
0: i've been to a knights game yeah yeah
1: yeah it's it is the setting the way it's laid out the atmosphere it's a fantastic ballpark and actually
0: we went there to get andre dawson's autograph because we're lifelong our family's lifelong cubs fans and my older brother got to meet his hero eventually a couple years ago that's awesome
1: yeah so if you guys can go there uh, you know, share some some photos of of some pickups you guys get at the card show uh, this weekend. That'd be awesome. Josh, are you planning to go? Jacob, are you planning to go? I would love to go.
0: I have to be here at the shop, mm. I believe. So I'll miss out.
1: I don't know what
2: my plans are until that morning. <laughs> A man
1: of the moment. Fantastic. It's not well, my choice, but yeah, <laughs> he, he goes where he, he goes where he's told. Yeah, He's learned. very, very good. Very good. All right, Josh, what's uh, what's hitting the shelves at Grand Slam th- this week?
0: Uh, so we're in a little bit of a light period. There's nothing like crazy, anything hot coming out till Valentine's Day. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, this week is Chronicles Racing. So I know that's like, eh, it's Chronicles and eh, it's racing, but it's usually a product that the guys that like racing really like. And so it's not expensive. It's real hit heavy. We'll have it. It'll be competitively priced. If you're into that, come to the shop ASAP after it launches. That comes out Wednesday. Um, Flawless Baseball is Wednesday and Lumin- Tops Luminaries Baseball is wednesday i will not have luminaries just a heads up but if you can tell down here in the corner it says tops hobby rip night well you got to be a tops direct store to do rip night and so um I'll, we'll talk more about that shortly but in the future luminaries will probably be a little easier for us to get so that's i nice. say all that nice. to say that um friday rookies and stars football um, and then for our TCG side of things, there is a new Yu-Gi-Oh! release called Phantom Nightmare. We'll have that, and there are some more Paldean Fates Pokemon products. It's the tins, the mini tins, and the EX boxes. If you're familiar with Pokemon, you'll know what that means. Those are uh, those launch Friday, so those are a pretty big deal on the gaming side. So we'll have that stuff this week. Fantastic. Since Oh, and I got a fill-in order today. We got a bunch more tops Tier 1 Baseball, Um, a product we've never carried. It's fairly new, but 2023 Bowman Chrome University, the Breakers Delight Boxes.
1: Oh, cool. So I didn't know that they were coming out with that that format. format.
0: I didn't either, Um, but we've got a couple cases of that uh i'm waiting for someone to buy one so i can see one open so i can see what it's like it's kind of like the update breakers delight box there's 12 cards they're kind of all hits and by hits they mean at least refractors parallel number yeah. of cards and autos so um and then we got another fill in today oh more tops chrome update hobby boxes we just continually nice. sell those because they're good so so some in stuff plus the t- stuff i talked about that's new this week and then Next week, we'll talk about what comes out on Valentine's Day, two big releases, Tops 2024, Series 1, and Prism Basketball.
1: Awesome. That's all. Well, now, the now, now, there is one, yeah, there is product, one product, product that's available on the break site that um wanted to remind you that that uh, there's some slots available. Jacob, do you have that site pulled up to where you can share it?
2: I well, have everything
1: but that, but we do have this
2: pulled up.
0: Yes. So while he's pulling that up, or we can at least talk about it, uh, regardless, we're doing Super Bowl squares. If you're not familiar with squares, it's 100 squares, $20 per square, 100 times 20 is 2,000. So we've got $2,000 to play with for prizing. We randomize numbers across the top and the left side. You get random uh, squares. No, you get the square you pick, but you get it'll coincide with random numbers. Basically, it's based off the score of the Super Bowl after each quarter. There's prize out after each quarter. Uh, It just makes, even if you're not into sports or breaking or anything like that, it just makes watching the Super Bowl a little bit more exciting because you got a little bit of a dog in the fight. And so for 20 bucks, you can potentially win a bunch of money. I think our prize out um, format is going to be, click view more details there, Jacob, real quick. Boom, there you go. So, first quarter will pay out 250 bucks. Halftime pays out 500. Third quarter pays out 250. And final score, note we don't notice it doesn't say fourth quarter because we've had some games going to overtime. And then you got another one. So, we say final score, $1,000. And so, wow. if you need more specific, uh, specificities on how that uh, works, message yeah. me. But,
2: and it's, it's either fun. cash or break credit. Yeah, yeah is-
0: so we're gonna pay it out at eighty percent cash. So it's like you you just want cash, yeah, we can do that, or um we'll just go full on full on store
1: or break credit. So hey Jacob, keep that there. And I can't believe I just sort of glossed over this in the opening rip, but um we have to do Super Bowl predictions. So it's time stamped and recorded. Super Bowl predictions. Josh, who you got winning and what's the score?
0: I can't go against what I've said all year long. You just can't bet against Mahomes. I'm fine with either one of these guys winning. Mahomes would be probably my preference, um only because I have more Mahomes cards than I do Purdy cards. Um I'm going to go 31-28 Chiefs. Ooh, close game.
1: Close game. I'm I'm going to go um similar to that. I'm going to go um 35 31 49ers. I think the last it's gonna be a last possession sort of thing. So, um, so if if the Chiefs win, oh, sorry, Jacob, any 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 guesses?
2: I don't have an exact score, but I got Chiefs by a touchdown.
1: There you go, no. that counts.
2: Jacob says,
0: My prediction is Roman Reigns at WrestleMania over I The know. Rock. Oh,
1: so That's there's this news for up. another podcast. <laughs> There's this thing floating around where people are predicting the score, and when the Chiefs win, and then Travis Kelsey drops to one proposes. knee on the fifty-yard line and proposes. So, yeah,
0: as if as if they don't already think the NFL's rigged. Yeah.
2: Then you hurt, have to down. down your drink. All right.
1: So it's up to you, 49ers, and Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy and that whole team to stop the madness in its tracks. So, please heard it. I, I no, will, we'll okay see um we got a couple we got a couple um comments here scott williams looking for forward to the nascar stuff very good good coming uh, by some scott come, in, <laughs>
0: come and see me tomorrow i uh, i didn't say that out loud there but you go and
1: then michael soon. uh 31 17, bad guys
0: that's that's not a not a bad score so yeah yeah
1: so all right uh Jacob, you got a word from our sponsor here? real quick? I sure do. Oh, oh yeah, we have,
0: a, we have a word from our sponsor. Here we go. Check it out. Are you looking to get your cards graded? Well, here at Grand Slam, we've simplified the process of submitting and getting a card graded. All you have to do is drop off your cards and kick your feet up, while our transparent tracking ensures that you are up to date with every detail along the way. When you log into our website, you'll immediately be greeted with each card in the grading process, along with where it's at in the process and its final grade. And with over 1,000 submissions and some of the top cards across the country being submitted through us, we've become a well-trusted source to handle and submit your cards. So you can do more collecting and leave the chore of grading to us. So don't sit on grading your cards. Get them submitted today at Grand Slam, where grading's made easy. I should have made them lower my voice, make me a little manlier in that one. (laughs) (laughs) The power of technology, and I sound like a sissy. We'll take
1: take care of it. We'll take care.
0: Regardless, bring your cards down if you want us to send them off to PSA or SGC for you. We'll take good care of them.
1: Uh, And I will say, um, having that that update when that gives you the status for the cards is a that's a that's a cool. Cool little feature. So it, it's um, drop some handy. cards off. And you know, you
0: know how it's also handy if you drop off like 18 cards, let's say, and a month later, because it's, you know, it's a two month process. Yeah. Three weeks later, you're like, did I send that Mahomes card or did I not? You can just log into your account, shows you every card you submitted and where it's at, yeah. you know. Fantastic. And then you can be like, and I know that from experience because I couldn't find a Mahomes card back when we first started subbing. And I was like, did I send that or not? I logged in. I'm like, yep, there it is. I did send it. So,
1: yep. There's that, you know, there's some value in that. Just peace of mind. Um, It's nice knowing there's been enough scams and scandals with uh, bulk submitters that having that sort of peace of mind and giving that to your customer, uh, I think means a lot. So, all right, let's jump to some hobby news and one listener question. But the one piece of hobby news that I want to get to is a hundred episodes for goodness' sake! I can't believe we've done this. Where's the round times. of applause, Jacob? I know, Well, we're playing music, so we can't do two at one time. Oh, right. <laughs> um, I'll get my thoughts on it, but I want to hear yours first, Josh. This was something that we sort of kicked around and started in January 2022, and um, what are your thoughts on it, and where do you see it going? So uh it, it it
0: kinda does and doesn't feel like a hundred episodes because that's a lot of episodes, but we have been doing this for a long time, so it feels like it. I'll Two be years now. I'm gonna I'll be real with everyone for a second. I really thought by now we would have more viewers, <laughs> and the only reason I say that is because when we first started doing this, I'm like, man, if I was into cards. God. this would be something that I would be interested in listening to especially if if I'm a local guy and you kind of know who grants what what the card shop is you know if you're familiar with it so and then you know just um i just i just thought we would have more subscribers by now that's just me being real but but it's been awesome that's what has that's been
1: my, that's my <laughs> thoughts i love doing
0: it it's fun to do and it is hopefully people are getting something out of it and even if it's just what I use podcasts for to put my headphones on and listen to some guys I know chat while I mow the lawn or something that's enjoyable yeah. to me. So hopefully others get to do that.
1: Well, so for me, you know, there's a difference in watching one or listening to one and being a part of one. And it's it's been cool to see the evolution of sort of what's happening on the back end um, and um, how we've prepared for these things. And you know. And and it's been much more difficult to grow an audience than I thought. Uh, and you've just alluded to that. But it really just, there's some big podcasts out there that have been going on for years. And, you know, a guy like Rogan or a guy like Andrew Huberman who can talk into a microphone in halfway intelligently or intelligently for three hours is baffling to me. Like, I can't. I couldn't do that on my own and much less, you know, I I guess it would be easier with some, some partners in crime, but Holy cow. But, um, it's been a learning experience. It's the thing that has struck me other than the learning curve and how difficult it is to grow an audience is how much the hobby has changed since we started this podcast. That's, that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, and had we started it back in twenty eighteen, it would be complete world's difference. Because I I note that all the time. I'm like, to there's been an uptick in the store of people getting into this hobby, like a drastic uptick. I I almost get worn out at the end of the day, kind of giving a five minute long recap of this hobby to new people, because they come in and it's just overwhelming. There's There's so many cards and variations and brands off on the shelf and wax boxes to choose from and price ranges. They're lost. And so I do my best in five minutes here at the shop to explain everything to them. But I always have to remind them. I'm like, I'm seven years back into doing this and I'm still learning because six years ago, it was way different than it was in 2020. And in 2020 it was way different than it was in 2020 early 2023 and now early 2024 it's different it it keeps changing as it's morphing into what it's going to be and i think it's because it kind of was what it was for so long and then covid hit and the and the hobby exploded and then it was something completely new you know you had shoe flippers were buying more sports cards than some of the longtime collectors and then they're gone and now it's settling back into what it's going to be now with this new dynamic and new customer base. And so it's really a lot to learn in a short amount of time that I feel sorry for the people that are getting into it now or just be patient and getting into it. We have people all the time that are regulars now to the shop as they're trying to learn this. And it's like, remember when I told you three weeks ago that those base cards just aren't hardly worth keeping you know now you, they're starting to see that after they have some experience and you know they've taken some of those cards and they've tried to sell them in other avenues and they're like nobody wants these cards and it's right. like well i tried to explain that to you here's why so a lot of it is like you got to learn it on the fly and on the job and yes yeah, so that's not only how much it's changed since the beginning, but how much it keeps changing.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Now, Jacob, you got where you were introduced to the shop. You already knew the shop, or were you introduced to the shop through the podcast?
2: I was introduced to the shop trying to find somebody that sold WWE close to me, and lo and behold, <laughs> it was two hours away.
1: <laughs> My goodness, that's that's crazy,
2: and, it's, and
0: and it's been downhill ever since. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah.
1: Well, I, um, I
0: I often forget how I've met you guys because there's so many there's so many people oh, yeah. that come and go from the shop that I've met. That it's like I don't. I think someone asked me like when I met Michael, and I'm like, I I can't remember. I don't know he's how just
2: been he's
1: just been there. He's just
0: always been there. I know it's like a fungus. Can't get rid like of. Like this me. birthmark.
1: <laughs> so, um, what's interesting is like if we keep on this pace and and slog through another 100 that will get us to the cutover 200 no oh. to, to where panini owns all the licenses if they don't if they don't somehow uh, fa- i'm sorry fanatics uh, uh, if they don't somehow just keep rattling panini's tree until they just say fine have he, let's just do this early but 2026 is when we'll get to 200 I know. Beard. Yes. And my beard will look exactly like this. <laughs> so what, uh, what do you see in the next hundred episodes? What, what do you look into the crystal ball? You've owned the shop since 20 late 2017. It's been seven years now. Uh, fanatics is, uh, now the 800 pound gorilla. What do you, what do you see over the next hundred episodes that we're going to talk about? So I think, I think you'll see
0: us um, morph the show a little differently probably to, to keep it fresh and exciting. We'll add something at some point, something will click in our heads that we'll add to the show that will be relevant to our local people and the people watching from afar. So what I would like to see is something happens which takes breaking away from the hobby. I don't know what Thanks. or if that's even possible that would change the hobby game immensely for the better. And that's a whole episode we could, we could do on that, but I'm all for breaking. I've made it known, but it's ruined the hobby. And so I would like, you know, there's gotta be some sort of policing. And we've talked about that in the past that with what fanatics has tried, I don't think it's possible. I've always wondered like, will the, will the gaming commission step in and say, you know, make it really hard for people to break i don't know i just there's no reason tops no excuse me prism football hobby boxes are over a thousand dollars a box right with cj stroud autos not even being possible that's the detriment that breaking has done to the the hobby in that regard but yeah like
1: i said like that's you said we could, whole, day, yeah, we could do a whole yeah we could do a whole whole episode on that for for me it'll um it'll come down to whether or not um leaf is has tried this but to me it'll come down to whether or not there is really long-term hobby value in unlicensed product because panini and leaf will be on equal footing at this uh, very soon uh to where they have unlicensed product and we'll see what if the hobby has an appetite for that i think it does based on the type of business you do in the leaf products and how beautiful they are um but but the jury's still still out on that like is are people gonna want prism football and it's just gonna say the city name on it um and are, are they gonna find that collectible um and if if fanatics continues to make strides the way they have getting players involved, um, you know, innovating as much as they have. Uh, I think Panini might, might be in a a little trouble. Yeah. When we started this podcast, I don't know if I would have said that, but I think they are in deep doo-doo with, as the kids would
0: say. Or they've got, or they've got some major changes coming essentially they're not they can they have enough to stay in business but they would need to downside potentially or more or adapt in a way that they can still be successful We all. we might need to do like um one thing we could add to the show is uh guests and you know we've had guests in the past but maybe like a regular type of like one of our listeners because they just need a link right we just shoot them a link and they can pop in from Absolutely. their phone. Absolutely. If they want
1: to pop in.
0: Absolutely. So maybe we'd have some volunteers that could
1: Mackie uh, has pop in there. And... Forget uh, it. Not volunteer. They're going to be voluntold. This is the Hunger Games coming on. Yeah, we'll pull their name out of the hat <laughs> and then text them the link and they got to be on the show. There we go. go Here on. I got an idea. What about this? If you
0: want if you have the ability to go live for 5 or five five to 15 minutes. We'll figure that out at, during the podcast. Put your name on the list. We'll choose one person and they get something for free. Like we'll open like a top silver pack or something live for them. How I don't think know. it get in that rip night. Well, now you're putting us under a two week gun. I don't <laughs> have that. <time. laughs> I'm trying to think like uh, they get to come on board and we open something that, that they get to keep. And then they have to, they have to spend 15 minutes with us or something.
1: I don't know. I, I love it. Hey, guys, um, let's crowdsource this a little bit. Uh, we've had some folks that we are super thankful for that have been with us from the start. Like We don't have a large audience. We have a very intimate audience, guys that know us in person at the shop. But if you're listening to this, if you're catching this live or uh, on the replay, if you want to see a certain type of content, if you want to have Josh and I... Uh, and Jacob, talk about some certain subjects. Drop those in the comments. Let us know, and uh, we'll we'll do our, our best. So uh, our next piece of hobby news, sort of hobby news, but I just thought this was super interesting. Jacob, can you pull up the Redskins coaching tree video that I posted in our... Yeah. This? I thought yeah. this was super relevant based on the coaches that are in the headlines these these days so check this out here we go 813
2: washington <laughs> commander's coaching staff is oh. now insane Kyle shanahan offensive coordinator matt lafleur quarterbacks coach sean McVay tight ends coach Bobby slowick defensive assistant mike mcdaniel wide receivers coach or he morris defensive backs coach five head coaches and a, gonna be a six and bobby slowick at some point you know what the record of that team was six and ten get that number lower or three and 13 <laughs> Wow, and the <laughs> Commanders
1: still are looking for a coach. Twenty thirteen.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: That's bananas to me. A couple takeaways for me, and then you guys can chime in. Um, I've said it before: winning in the NFL is hard, and very rarely do you do you splash into this league and and make some sort of impact and don't have to learn how to win. Uh, and then number two, uh, I who was the head coach at that time? They didn't mention him, but I think the part of the greatness of a coach is the coaching tree that spawns off of that coach. Like the Bill Walsh's, the Bill Belichick's, the Andy yeah. Reed's of the world. I think, I think that's a great lesson to anybody out there in leadership or who wants to get into leadership. True leaders create other leaders that that'll follow them. so,
0: mm-hmm. So what's funny you say that it was about two weeks ago, Steve Smith from the Panthers, you know who he is. He was in the shop as a customer. He comes wow. in, he brings in his, his um, young son for Pokemon cards. And so first time he was in, I, I saw him and it just clicked in my head, like in my brain. I thought that guy looks familiar and he's with this kid buying Pokemon. I just assumed it was just one of the guys that brings this kid in often for Pokemon. And that's why his face looked familiar to me. And then after he left, one of the other customers that was hanging out in the store was like, dude, that was Steve Smith. (laughs) And uh, I was like, that's why I recognized his face. Of course, I should have known that was him. So then, you know, a a week or two later, he comes in again with his kid and it was at a really slow point in the day. And it was just me And Jarrett and Steve Smith and his kid in the store. And he was opening Pokemon packs and just hanging out. And so we just got to BSing with him. And I asked him, you know, this was during the playoffs a couple weeks ago, kind of asked him his thoughts on whatever. And man, he went, he went on for about 10 minutes straight telling me about this coach is from this coaching tree and Ah. that coach, quarterback coach for this guy. And he said, All these teams that are left, they're all so similar because all of their coaches are all from the same coaching family and the same coaching tree. And he had me lost, but he was naming defensive backs coaches that were a coach under this coach under that coach. And they were it's amazing how they were all intertwined. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, right along lines with that video you showed, but. Yeah, I thought we don't pester him for autographs or anything. Maybe that's why he likes coming in because we just probably we don't make a big deal about it. We don't ask him to sign stuff or whatever. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. Just sat there and bs with Steve Smith for 10 or 15 minutes while his kid opened Pokemon packs. And... Awesome.
1: Um, all right, Jacob, show this next video. And then uh, we're going to tie this back to to cards. I promise. Are we? We are. All these all guys right, have it, cards. It, oh, hold on. Yes. So. Have you seen the end of this video, Jacob? I, I have not I seen the end of
0: this video. Okay, I before have, you, so press you guys, ahead.
1: yeah, who you guys think is going to be go the real. greatest athlete of all time according to this these Hot Wheels?
0: Um, uh, I'll uh, I, obviously I would say Brady, but I saw the video long enough to know that it's not Brady. I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers. For those that aren't familiar with these videos, these are toy cars. On a treadmill, and they turn the treadmill on, and the cars kind of battle for supremacy until one's left standing. That's what you're about to watch. It's pretty. It's pretty addicting to watch, and I can it see is. why you could literally bet on this, which is hilarious. But it's it. It, it my is. My pick is and Aaron
1: Rodgers. Okay, so yours is Aaron Rodgers, Jacob. I'm going messy. Going messy. I don't get. A, I've seen the video, but it's interesting. We'll watch this out and then just. When you're watching this video, just think of the cards you see on the table that shows and the cards that come in through the shop and the cards that you sell, Josh, at at the shop and just see how how random this can be. And sometimes people's thinking when they're purchasing cards on who's going to be the greatest athlete and relevant 50 years from now, how random that can be too. So go ahead and roll it, Jacob. All I can think about is like you were laying in bed one night with
2: your wife, and you're like scrolling through TikToks. That's just what we all do nowadays. (laughs) And you're like, I got to talk about this on the show. Yes, absolutely. Give us some sound here. I think
0: of the wife that's laying there in bed, you know, the meme that says he's probably out cheating on me. And then it shows him and he's at his friend's house
2: watching Watching his personal videos.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, give us some sound here, Jacob. Mbappe trying to cut ahead of Messi. Can he get
0: there? Almost does it. Does oh. get in front of him. Messi. Oh. Messi. Oh. Who's that the in the top Mbappe. Right? Oh. Brady now going Uh-oh. sideways as well. I don't know who that is. I said that's how Mbappe good Brady is. Thrifting. He's sideways and still leading to the
1: side. trying to push Messi out.
0: We're in the wrong business.
2: These oh, guys make the money front, on this stuff.
1: Front, no kidding. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: But look, Aaron Rodgers, hang on. This is as far as I saw right here the is what I saw. Which is oh, first, Aaron, right run.
1: there because I think <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <falling> back. <laughs> and Come on, Ronaldo. Come on, C7. No. Ever.
0: I mean, did it get it wrong? It might have got it right. <laughs> because I'll call Brady the greatest quarterback hands down of all time but he's not the greatest athlete. Right.
2: Right.
1: I thought it was interesting in uh all the guys, all the faces there highly collectible with regards to cards. Um, you know, even their non-rookie cards uh are highly collectible. Their autographs Uh, some maybe numbered inserts, certainly some low numbered cards, highly collectible. That's a good, if if you guys are just getting into the hobby saying, hey, who should I collect? What sport should I collect? Go find that video again and look at those names. Those, the fact that they're in the conversation for greatest athlete of all time, that's probably a good place to start. And if you don't like any of them, then don't collect them, collect what you like. So any closing thoughts on, the greatest athlete on top of a car on a treadmill.
0: I mean, I think it got it right. It's hard <laughs> to argue with the winner and and how sense. coincidental is that Jordan wins?
1: Yeah, no kidding. Jacob. I, I
2: Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say these guys that put that race together, they have to know that the type of car often has some bearing on how it performs on a treadmill. So I wonder how they, it would be more realistic to me or more fair if they were, all on the same type of toy car, right?
2: This guy.
1: That's I not think. the fun part. Uh, I want to Jake, see the It's not as fun, it. but it's Gosh, you're putting gosh. Money gosh. On it, let's 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 pull out the homemade plinko board and and do it, okay? Let's let's pull that thing out. If for you guys who don't know this, when trade night trade was night. an early thing, Josh created this plinko, this homemade plinko board for some giveaways. I think we should do greatest athlete. Through the Plinko board. You should do that. Let's do it. Or treadmill racing. (laughs) Yeah, or treadmill racing. Jacob, any any thoughts on Hot Wheels and greatest athletes? I've never seen
2: the whole pack hold on for that long in a video. Yeah, (laughs) which was pretty wild. Usually, like, somebody's out immediately.
0: That's how great they are.
2: (laughs) Exactly.
1: It's poetic. (laughs) All right, let's wrap up Hobby News, and then we have one question to get to. We've got a big announcement. We got something happening. It's been in the bottom. I guess the way you guys are watching, that's the bottom right-hand corner. Um, it's it's going down uh, September, February twenty-fourth, Saturday night. It is trade night is coming back, and it's coinciding with Tops Hobby Rip Night. Super exciting stuff from five to eight. Josh, spill some tea on this event. Really excited about it.
0: Yeah, so this will be our first Topps Hobby Rip Night. We are now officially a Topps Direct store. So for those of you wondering about uh, buyback, tops buyback cards and stuff like that, you know, at least definitely next season we'll take those at the shop. Um, but yeah, so we are on board early enough to be in for Rip Night, which is this 24th of this month. Um, there's going to be Stuff given away. We'll do drawings and do a bunch of other fun stuff. I'm sure we'll have a break lined up for that night. I thought that would be cool. We'll do one live uh, at the shop, do a tops break of some kind. So, a uh, nice baseball licensed uh, rip. So, yeah.
1: Uh, some giveaways too. Trying... Did we have like a slide for that, Jacob?
0: So, yeah, we've been trying I to start, figure out a new uh, or a next date for trade night down here at the shop. We thought, this is perfect. so there it is the February 24th you know the shop normally closes at five. we'll just keep it open and roll till eight and from five to eight is when we'll uh, be giving some stuff away. those silver packs say 2022 I just use those as a picture but yeah there'll be there'll be silver packs given out that night. Um, bring your own cards down. we're gonna use it as a trade night as well like we always do. so trade night slash tops rip night on the 24th come here and hang out get some free stuff and have some fun jump in the break.
1: I'll be, I'll be in full recovery mode. I'll be there. I'll be in a brace, not moving around. So if you need somebody to open some product and, and handle that break for you, Josh, I'll go ahead ahead and volunteer for that. So uh, let's do it guys. I'm super excited about this. It's been months since we've done a trade night or a card night. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, uh, Uh, reconnecting uh with you guys in the shop and seeing you guys that we hadn't seen in in a couple months so that is february 24th from five to eight um you'll be seeing some more on the socials about that so let us know if you guys are going to be there so we do have a question here this came in over the weekend from chris uh, a friend of the shop um and uh, I honestly had to do a little bit of research on this I know the product I did not know it was going under so um can you uh, post that question Jacob and then yes. we'll go to go to that link so go. this is from Chris o metazoo is going upside down they're shutting down if I were to take a flyer long-term investment what's the metazoo car to buy what's the First edition foil Charizard of Metazoo. So in other Josh, words, what? Yeah, what I, is yeah. the
0: premium premium card to buy from that product? That would be maybe the Chase card down the road. I go the other way when I see this. I want to stay away from it with a ten foot pole, or or I need someone to convince me that this card that I bought for fifty bucks is now worth 2000 because the product is no longer made and you can no longer play the game. You know what I mean? So I, there's not yeah. much in my brain of a track record for this type yeah. of thing. I like yeah. the idea, get bo- get it while it's low. And this could be, but I think when it, the reason MetaZoo is going under is because lack of interest in it. And so you've just got a lot less people, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's my first instinct. I don't know enough about Metazoo other than we thought it was gonna be really big. and so we bought a bunch and it did not sell well at our shop, right um, Yeah, you you so
1: did did I did and by little research is I just pulled up last sold over ninety days on um on eBay, and I'm sure, Chris, you've probably done this too, so apologize that I couldn't uh, probably add to your search already, but if, Jacob, if you could pull that eBay search up. So it looks like... Mothman. A Mothman. Um, I don't know. That looks like a legitimate sale. I have no clue. The, the, um, the username is Mothman, so... Yikes. A little fishy. I'm not sure. They only have a but, six for their score. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not sure if that's legitimate. But, you know, a lot of these, uh, I have no clue. There's another Mothman, um, Frogman. And so I think the, the premise behind this is it took um, uh, characters that were like either monsters or s- oh. scary stuff from common stories and put them into a TCG. Now I don't, I'm not a TCG guy. Gosh, that looks like a Pokemon card to me. So, yeah. Um, look, the artwork looks great. I know Steve Ioki was involved in this. Uh, I remember watching the promo that he did with sports card investor. And this was, I think this was always going to be a long shot. Um, Should I look at like I,
2: recent sales since it was announced?
1: Yeah, you can't you can. Um there's I don't know if there's gonna be a lot. I just you know, he was asking, Chris is asking what's the Charizard for this for this set. Yeah. What's the uh, so, what's
0: the Tom the Brady chain. part of Metazoo? Yeah. What's and, what so, it always confused me was I went to Collecticon two years ago and walked around by myself on a Sunday. Just I wanted to get a feel. First ever Collecticon I'd went to, so I buzzed up there on a Sunday. And there was so much MetaZoo and it was yeah. so represented and it was super hot. And so right after that, we started carrying it and it just would not sell. And I thought, yeah. well, there must be a big market out there. It's just not for us. But now that I see that it's not going to be made anymore, it tells me that maybe it was just a really quick, short flash in the pan yeah. TCG
1: so to, to answer, to answer I, I would the admire, question, yeah go ahead yeah i i would say um you know that there's been analogies saying that singles like card singles or like buying stocks buying wax is like buying a mutual fund right and so chris if if you had money to throw at this and wanted to take a flyer i would try to buy a a, a case like of the original release um when when it bottoms out and just, and then put it away. And then if there's some Renaissance that happens 25 years from now, and someone goes, Hey, remember that MetaZoo product? I just, then there, there may be some sort of value to it. I don't have a comp for this. I don't, I can't tell you of a TCG that died. And then 20 years later, there was a Renaissance. And then there was a uptick in, um, in value for it all the tcgs that are valued have sort of sustained or withstood that sort of they got to a critical mass of players and there's a worldwide audience for it so didn't they
2: say I, they were selling off the license so somebody, i don't know the story i have no idea but
1: i think so. i heard they were selling it
2: off to somebody with hopes to eventually revive it well, but that's just i mean nothing's official
0: so here, here I have I have two things to say. Coincidentally, like uh, two weeks ago, someone asked if they could buy, they saw the sealed first edition hobby box case, sealed case that we had sitting behind the counter and asked if it was for sale. And I said, absolutely, it's for sale. And boy, am I going to make you a deal because this stuff is not selling. So me and him made a deal and he bought a sealed case Of 12 booster boxes of metazoo first edition and i don't know what his plan to do with it he's wise probably tuck it away i don't know if he had knowledge that this was going to happen just a fluke coincidence and he's either lucked out or lucked in but uh that happened and then the only other thing what about this michael to compare what about garbage pail kids they they went bye-bye and then they had a little bit of a renaissance here as of late. Um, and some of the original stuff is worth a lot. Yeah. But I, I, I have a rebuttal to that too.
1: Yeah. I, I just think Garbage pale. that was my generation. And th- they were enormous. It was the play off of like Cabbage Patch Kids. And so yeah. um, it, it it was a social phenomenon. I mean... You you say Garbage Pail Kids and then other things from that era sort of pop into your head like swatches and jelly bracelets and, you know, mullets and tight roll jeans. And so Mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. All that has some sort of a, a tie to something else. This is sort of flapping in the wind by itself.
0: Yeah, you could you could say it kind of has a tie to that kind of Pokemon feel to it, but yeah. the catch 22 with all of these collectible games now, we all want we all want to buy something and tuck it away because we see now that 30 years later some of this yeah. stuff is worth so much, but it's the problem is it's worth so much because 30 years ago no one thought to take it and tuck it away. Yeah. So now everybody's taking things and tucking it away, and there's just not going to be the the rarity and the demand that there is for the you know the um, we had one of these it's the stuffed animal animal with the with the bright orange handcuffs you know what animal I'm talking about um, it's highly collectible stuffed animal they did um, commercials about it it has big wild eyes and fangs and it's got the orange handcuffs and if you have an original one of those. They're worth a bunch, and I bet you if I showed you a picture of it, you would know what I'm talking about. But um,
1: yeah, I mean, you make a great point, and I think we've said it on the podcast before. But if you look at the most expensive collectibles, they were not collectibles at the time. It's called but my pet monster.
0: My pet monster, yeah, there it is. Show Michael a picture of that. Find us a picture and throw it don't up.
1: Show, this is. Ridiculous. I don't
0: think that monster has a name. It's just called my nope. pet monster. <laughs> And it was short and sweet, and we had one, and they're worth a, a they're worth a bunch now if you can find them. I know, um, yeah. Williams, are, so- are you kidding
1: me? Are you kidding me? This, this thing? thing? Have you seen this? You're I've seen it this? now. Uh, now I can't unsee it. <laughs> that's how you're going to you be killing right that Wednesday. Put it up on. No, the No, this is the type of thing that see. if I found this, I'd hand it to the dog so they could rip it apart. Well, that's why it's worth a fortune. That's why they because everybody the was doing that.
0: I know, uh yeah, William Craig says he's a big fan. I was a big fan of it, too. These are, can we not throw this up on the screen? Did I just throw it up on the screen? Show our viewers this this I stuffed got animal. Yeah. I
1: got you. Um, After 100 episodes, we still haven't figured out how to do that.
2: I got you.
0: Our 100th episode, we're talking about my pet monster stuffed animals, but <laughs> on the Talking Shop <laughs> podcast. But, yes, William says they go for a lot. There it is. So, uh Whew. yeah, I mean, I slept fine at God. night holding that as an eight year
1: old i bet you, Crazy. I bet you do. all right josh uh well, chris um let us know if you have any follow-up questions that hopefully we didn't butcher that answer too much uh tread lightly be cautious um uh, with regards to taking a flyer on this Metazoo stuff so all right getting close to the end of the show josh card from the vault hit from the shop
0: what do we got so I'm going to show a card from the shop. This is a card we picked up on Saturday. Uh, Jacob, go ahead and throw it up on screen. If you is it the are dual or the other
1: one?
0: Uh, the dual. So gotcha. if you're an Orioles fan, you'll love this card. So I'll give you a quick rundown of the story of this card. Dual Auto out of 2023 Tops came out of a regular hobby box, which you're not even guaranteed an auto. You're guaranteed an auto or a mem card. So this customer bought a box. Hit an auto. Not only did they hit an auto, they hit a dual Adley Gunner Henderson, dual rookie auto. And then it's number two of 10, which is Gunner's number. Um, We graded it for them. In other words, we sent it to PSA through our service. It got a nine uh, really hard card to comp because we spent a while trying to come up with a realistic comp for this on Saturday. Um, We ended up making a deal for it with the customer. Uh, the deal was a little trade, a little cash involved. Here is the card. The next picture is one of the cards that we gave up or the card that we gave up for this card. And I just love this card too. Look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. PSA five Nolan Ryan rookie. So shop picked that up last week and that was involved in this trade with some cash. And so we no longer have the Nolan Ryan. It it's a no-brainer. Go back to the other card, Jacob. It's a no-brainer. Which one of these cards is going to be worth more in 20 years? It's a no-brainer. The Nolan Ryan's going to be, but this is a good card for the shop to sell to an Orioles collector. And who knows? These two could both go on to be absolute complete studs. Um, but there you have it. If you're a big Orioles fan, that card is for sale at the shop. Uh, come see us. But I thought I was going to show that those two cards that were involved in that trade. And, uh, thought everyone would enjoy seeing that. Awesome.
1: Well, guys, if you guys have made it this far, thank you. If you guys have been around for every episode of The 100, thank you 100 times. Um, uh, Hopefully we can keep this going for another 100 episodes. Um, But if you haven't had a chance, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know if you like this comment. Leave a review. Uh, we're going to wrap things up with crazy stat of the week. I actually have one. This blew my mind. So, Jacob, can you show mine? Mine's the Greg Maddox one. There you go. So, it says here, if you guys are listening and not watching, it said Greg Maddox walked no batters in 236 of his starts. If that sounds insane, that's... Because it is, I, I still, I could read this over and over and over again and it still wouldn't make any sense. I mean, think about how many times you watch a baseball game and the starting pitcher starts with a walk and oh, then, yeah. and then he's got to start this ticker over again.
0: Uh, how but many, it's how many games, how many games would Greg, would a pitcher Greg Maddox, for example, start in a season? Is 30? I mean, they try to win 20. Does that mean they've, you know, is 30 a safe number?
1: I mean, back in the day, they would probably, you could probably stretch that to 35 to 40. And Greg Maddox never got injured. So it was probably, probably more than that.
0: So let, let's use 30. That's like eight years of starts not walking to a, a, a batter, if that puts it in perspective. Eight yeah. years of pitching every, season without walking a batter yeah that's that's a crazy stat can i give because if we don't touch on a few of these i have a couple um couple fun ones and then i want to end with a mahomes slash brady stat so here we go uh, joe here's a couple couple quick fun ones joe negro hit exactly one home run in his 22 year major league career the pitcher his brother phil negro I thought that was pretty funny.
1: I wonder if, yeah, I, wonder if
0: they, uh, I wonder if they I wonder if they talked about uh, him him letting him do that or not. Um, I didn't know this. There's only been three players that have ever been drafted number one overall to make the Hall of Fame in the history of baseball. Only three of the number one picks have ever entered the Hall of Fame: Harold Baines, Ken Griffey Jr., and Chipper Jones. So how hard it is to be the number one prospect
1: um, and then pan out
0: and not. And then not make the Hall of Fame. Another fun one: Albert Pujols' average home run trot. And we made some of these stats. We touch on I think in the past, but they're always fun to recap because we've done a hundred episodes. So, right. But it takes took him about twenty six seconds to round the bases for a home run. So if you add up all that time for all of his home runs, he spent over five hours <laughs> of his life running the bases for home runs. You think about that five hours. What you can do in five hours, I thought that was absolutely insane. And then I want to end with um, with Mahomes' one. This this spawn from this, um, it says, Mahomes will not be the GOAT until he wins seven or more rings and evens out his playoff record against Tom Brady. Mahomes' playoff record against Tom Brady is 0-2. He never beat Brady in the playoffs. Um, so that one will never be uh, evened out. But this, I thought, was a pretty crazy fact. Tom Brady handed Patrick Mahomes his first ever regular season loss, his first postseason loss, and his first Super Bowl loss. So for as great as Mahomes is and as great as he's going to go on and as much winning as he's going to do, the GOAT, the real GOAT, the all-time GOAT, gave Mahomes his first loss, his first postseason loss, and his first Super Bowl loss. And, and Mahomes never beat Brady in the playoffs, so there you go. Crazy stuff. trade night, rip night, February twenty fourth. Make Locking your on plans. The counter. To up the grand slam I got the that break evening. page,
1: and check and out you know, the break guys, page.
0: Yep, go see the break page. Buy some Super Bowl squares. Let's get that thing filled. And thanks. Let's for Let's do that. it,
1: Josh. Thank you, Jacob. Thanks for being Overwatch, and guys, thanks for hanging out with us for our hundredth episode. And hopefully, we can. Do another hundred guys. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace.